Faith, Hope and Love, episode 130, the fourth Sunday of Advent, Year C. We continue on our Advent journey and we now light the fourth Advent candle, the Angel's Candle, reminding us of the message of the angels, peace on earth to people of goodwill. O rising sun, you are the splendour of eternal light and the sun of justice. O come and enlighten those who yearn for you. O king, come and save humanity whom you formed from clay. O Emmanuel, Lord our God, come and save us. This is Faith, Hope and Love. For come, desire of nations bind In one the hearts of humankind Bid every sad division cease And be yourself our Prince of Peace Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. Drop down dew from above you heavens, and let the clouds rain down the just one. Let the earth be opened, and bring forth a Saviour. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Before hearing the word of God, and sharing the bread of life, sing praise to Christ, the Alpha and Omega. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 to 5. The Lord says to his people, You, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judea, from you shall come forth from me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. 
Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labour has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the children of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall live secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be peace. The Word of the Lord Restore us, O God, let your face shine, that we may be saved. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us, shine forth from your cherubim throne. O Lord, rouse up your might, O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, turn again, we implore, look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it. The vine your right hand has planted. May your hand be on the one you have chosen, the one you have given your strength, and we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Chapter 10, verses 5 to 10. Brothers and sisters, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, As it is written of me in the scroll of the book, See God, I have come to do your will, O God. When Christ said, You have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, these are offered according to the law, then he added, See, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second, and it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. I am the servant of the Lord. May his will for me be done. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 1, verses 39 to 45. Mary went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. 
and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfilment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord Yes, indeed, blessed is she who believed that the promise made to her by the Lord would be fulfilled. And blessed are we when we live in such a way that reveals that we too hope and trust and believe that the Lord will be faithful to us and that the Lord will indeed fulfil the promises made to us. Mary and Elizabeth meet and an unspoken bond is formed, born of their shared condition. They each are expecting a baby. They know they cannot face this alone. They also know that God has no intention of letting them face this alone. God is truly with them. This yes from these two ladies will need an ongoing commitment and care, time and the grace of God. They know that they are God's partners in bringing to birth hope and life. This truly beautiful gospel passage today illustrates the importance of giving thanks and of explicitly naming our blessings. I remember reading of a modern day parable where a man wrote in the sand a list of all his hurts that he had received. But then he also carved in stone all the blessings he had received. When he was asked, why do you do this? He said, it is so important that we inscribe the hurts and wrongs we receive in life in sand so that the winds of forgiveness and love can erase them after a time. But it is also just as important to carve all our blessings and graces in stone so that they will constantly remind us of all the things for which we are eternally grateful and even time, busyness, or misfortune or circumstance will be unable to erase those memories. I find that an impressive story. I thought to myself, why do I suspect that for many of us, myself included, that we do things the wrong way around? We write countless acts of love, generosity and kindness, countless acts of grace on the shifting sands of our memories while carving hurts, grudges and memories of misfortunes of our own or others' sins and weaknesses in stone. And does that do us any good at all? Saint Elizabeth is an example of a faithful disciple who sees the graciousness of God happening all around her. Elizabeth delights in praising God and in thanksgiving and makes an intentional decision to name the presence of God that she's experiencing in and through the Blessed Virgin Mary's visit and in her own child. It's a truly inspiring moment, a moment of true and abiding praise, remembering and thanksgiving. The other thing that strikes me about this well-known passage of scripture is the importance of family including extended family. That includes our faith family, our parish, our friends, our colleagues, our wider community. The Virgin Mary must have been very frightened and overcome by what she knew was happening in her life. Not everyone would understand what God was doing in her life and not everyone would be happy. Certainly not everyone would assume that the Holy Spirit was at work. Mary went to visit Elizabeth, who was not so much a cousin, but probably more the equivalent of an aunt. Elizabeth was certainly a member of her extended family, 
Together they meet in great joy and affection, and they get enormous support from each other. This weekend, as Advent comes to a very quick close, let's take some time to carve a few things in stone. Let us look back. Who are some of the people we need to give thanks for from this past year, and all past years for that matter? Let us recall in our hearts the acts of kindness and love that so many people have shown us daily. Who are the people through whom we have experienced Jesus' graced presence, his love, compassion, mercy and grace? Let us remember and give thanks for these people and these blessings in our heart, in our minds, and especially let them flow into our words and actions. And let us take time to be aware that in the very midst of our busy preparations for the celebration of Christ's birth in ancient Bethlehem, Christ is also reborn in the Bethlehem of our homes and daily lives. Let us take time to slow down, to be still, to be awake to the divine mystery that looks so common and so ordinary, yet is wondrously present. And let us always seek out people who, like Elizabeth, have grateful hearts, and who focus on the positives, and show us the world in its goodness, for us to build our lives upon. People who don't dwell on negatives or get us more and more upset and downcast. Let us be attentive to the ways in which God is present to us, especially God's abiding presence and action in the people with whom we live, work and socialise. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As this season of Advent draws to a close, we pray that Christians everywhere may come to celebrate with hearts full of joy. For the Pope and the bishops and all who minister in the Church. Lord, hear us. For all expectant mothers carrying the gift of life in the womb. Lord, hear us. For all who are travelling at this time. Lord, hear us. For the lonely and those who know no love at this time. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, 
Lord, hear us. For those born into eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Ever-loving God, we ask you to hear us as we prepare to celebrate the birthday of our Lord, who is Lord for ever and ever. Amen. May the Holy Spirit, O Lord, sanctify these gifts laid upon your altar, just as he filled with his power the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him. The Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name will be called Emmanuel. Let us pray. Having received the pledge of eternal redemption, we pray, Almighty God, that as the feast day of our salvation draws ever nearer, so we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration of the mystery of your Son's Nativity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen.
Our time of Advent preparation has almost come to an end and very soon we will have the Feast of Christmas. I pray it's a very special time and a time of joy and peace for you, your family and your friends. We look forward to Christmas and please join us as we celebrate the Nativity on this program as well. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the Almighty and merciful God, by whose grace you have placed your faith in the first coming of His only begotten Son, and yearn for His coming again, sanctify you by the radiance of Christ's advent and enrich you with His blessing. As you run the race of this present life, may He make you firm in faith, joyful in hope and active in charity so that rejoicing now with devotion at the Redeemer's coming in the flesh, you may be endowed with the rich reward of eternal life when he comes again in majesty. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you for ever. Go in peace. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, that mourns in lonely exile here, until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to you, O Israel.